What is up, my beautiful and good people? How are y'all living today? You are listening to the official Hype Girl podcast. My name is Aaliyah Jade, and I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. I'm a 20-something trying to figure life out, and I mean, aren't we all? A few things I'm not trying to figure out, though, is that I know I don't want to live a life that I don't truly enjoy. I know I don't want to live a life not walking out in my purpose, and I know I don't want to live a life where I'm not creating massive impact. Hence, this podcast. God created us on purpose for a purpose, and he has plans far greater than anything we could have ever imagined. But it also takes feet to our faith and walking that out, taking massive action towards the lives that we want to live, trusting in his understanding and not our own. I want to help you with tips and tricks to get out of your own way. Fight those inner mean girls. Talk to yourself nicely and believe in yourself wholeheartedly. You are valuable. You are worthy. And you have been called to a specific purpose to walk out here on this earth. I believe God chose you as the best option to walk out that purpose. And together, we're going to do just that. So if you're ready to level up and show up 1% better than you did yesterday, then let's freaking go. What is up, my beautiful and good people? What, how are y'all living today? You are listening to the official Hype Girl podcast. With me is your host, Aaliyah Jade, and I have an amazing special guest for you today. I'm so excited. I uh, can't wait for you guys to meet her. Uh, but from homeless to 100 million homes, Leah Valencia Key strongly believes that your predicament does not determine your destiny. Words her mother instilled in her from a young age. Despite being raised in homeless shelters, Leah went ahead and received multiple college degrees, ultimately founding Valencia Key Jewelry. Valencia Key symbolizes that all things are possible and that you can achieve it. Launching Valencia Key Jewelry on QVC, Leah created her company in hopes of inspiring others to unlock the bravery and light within. Leah is a living example that all things are possible by rooting into the power of choosing joy, believing, and radiating light. In Leah's loving words, if I can, you definitely can. Help me welcome to the show, Leah Valencia Key. You're telling me. I feel so honored. Uh, I had the pleasure of seeing Leah speak at the Empower Her conference in September, uh, and I immediately knew she was one of a kind. You are absolutely, you are that definition of radiating light and joy. So, oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. It's so beautiful to um, experience and be surrounded by goodness. Like, I feel like as soon as, when you put yourself in these predicaments and places, when you can afford to, and you have these beautiful opportunities to just surround yourself with um, people that are seeking a mindset of growth, it just really, it lifts me up and everybody else around it. And Mm -hmm. so I'm so excited that we met and that we're here today um to just talk and share hearts with each other same same here naturally people will gravitate towards you because of that light um and because you're you're just that human embodiment of light where does that come from for you where do you find your light i love that question so good and i have to answer the question by going all the way back if if i can yeah if you see me you see me I try to always wear yellow in some capacity and I'm generally smiling and 
you would naturally think like, oh, her life, she was born in this joyful, light, probably family and in that environment. And it, it's kind of, the, it is actually the opposite. I was born in what I have defined as darkness. I was born to a single mother um, who, who was born in generational poverty. If someone doesn't know what that is, it means my grandmother was poverty. My grandmother's mother was poverty. And it went all the way down the line and it just keeps moving from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to say that um, we went from homeless, hopelessness to homeless when my mother broke her leg in um, several places. It's myself, my sister, my brother. So my mother's trying to um, manage with what she can. And then she breaks her leg and she can no longer afford the small little mm. basement apartment that we lived in. The neighborhood was crash riddling the streets, um, violence on every corner. And then we couldn't afford that. So my mother's bringing her three children home from school and there's a padlock on the door. I'm about age eight, about third Mm. grade um, when that experience happened. And I immediately saw what pain truly looked like because for a mother not to have a place for her children to lay her head, um, immediate darkness. And that sent us to a homeless shelter, a woman's homeless shelter. Now, I'm 44, so I pray that homeless shelters have a law. <laughs> but the one that we landed in was, if anyone knows, like a gym room and a big room with cots. If you're not familiar with a cot, it's a metal hard bed that unfolds and it's not really big. And they are cots filling the gym room one feet apart. And each mother gets one cot, so the entire family has to ball up mm. on these cots. Well, if you can imagine that, it's like, a sea of hopeless and a sea of darkness. There's crying and moaning and sorrow and destitute. But I paint that picture so clear because I feel like that was the first seed that was planted in my life of light. I didn't get it because I was young, but my mother looked down at us and she said, your predicament does not determine your destiny. In the midst of all that, and I, I love sharing that because whoever's listening, the power of, of words mm-hmm. It's so magical. Like what we speak out of our mouths, what we speak into each other's lives, what we speak into our own lives mm-hmm. is is the power of life and death. Like it, it's that clear. Like, are you willing to be able to rise above whatever was given to you? Or do you keep speaking it into your life so you keep becoming it? So my mother spoke that, and honestly, I was little, so I didn't get it. <laughs> I received it, so I'm honored to be able to share it today, but at that moment, I didn't get it, and I started to become my environment. So I started to become, like, darkness, negative, talking wrong, acting wrong. I felt every grade in school, and um, I remember the first light that I say was turned on in my life. I'm coming back um, from school to the homeless shelter, And I'm walking and I see my mother at the head of the homeless shelter door. And I'm like, ooh, she doesn't look too happy. I wonder what I did this time. So I'm trying to calculate (laughs) my answer. And I get to the door and she says, Leah, do you want to be a follower or And I'm confused because I'm about 12, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. A couple years of past. Still young is Mm -hmm. the point. 
And um, she says, because right now you're following. And what you're going to be is everything that you're following. Or, Leah, you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose to lead your life. There's an inner light. There's a divine whisper inside of you. And you have the power inside to choose it. Now, Leah, you choose. And she walked away. <laughs> I I feel like immediately lights went on in my life. Hmm. And I'm grateful for that because it couldn't have. Like, sometimes we hear a word all the time in the world. So I like to pause for all of our hearts is listening. Like, um, what words are being spoken into your life mm-hmm. that we aren't allowing to turn on the lights for? Like, And what words are being spoken to our life opposite that we're allowing to see mm-hmm. into our lives that are strongholds? for us, right? Because I was receiving a word from my environment and I was becoming that and I was taking those words. But then when I allowed my mother's words to pour into my spirit, um, I immediately, she gave me the permission and the power of choice. Mm. And so I'd love to encourage anyone. Oh, it's this magical thing called choice that it seemed like this unassuming word that no one really thinks about or really talks about often. And, you know, it's in the dictionary somewhere, but the power that it holds is magical because God has given us the power to choose. Yeah. And choosing is not easy. No. But it is within our reach to choose the hard things, and I think we're in, when we're in rough predicaments, like I was in, and I still become in, right? Life never gets easier. Um, it's easy to choose what's in front of you, because it's just the thing, and you can flow with the water. And I've, it actually becomes harder to choose what your destiny says. So that's what I love, that my mother gave me this clear picture. Because someone today, I feel, has an inner divine whisper that's been whispering to them. Mm. and been calling them and it's actually painful because you keep hearing it it keeps coming up to you but you can't see a way to it you don't it doesn't even look like it's possible so you keep ignoring it because that was me I didn't want to be negative I didn't want to fail I didn't it was very uncomfortable it wasn't my character but that's what I saw so it was the easiest thing for me to do and things inside of me said it wasn't me but the outside was so much bigger than the inside whisper that it was just easier for me to follow the outside. So I'd love to encourage someone to move out from the external part of you and start to get closer to who you are, because that's where the light is. Wow. Mic drop. We could just end the podcast right there. It was just so good. <laughs> no, it's so awesome because even in the last episode that I shared on the official hype girl uh, last week, I talked about the power of words and also about this thing that what situation we're currently in and what we need to let go of in order to receive God's actual best for us. Because there are things that we allow in our lives or we just stay stuck and stay stagnant and and receive as like being good enough when God says that's not 
good enough for you. Like there is better out there for you. And in order for you to truly experience it, I need you to let go of some things. I need you to stop holding on to these strongholds. And so that is just so powerful. And I hope that whoever's listening to this, that you have chills on your body like I do right now. And you've received that word that Leah just dropped for us because that is just true gold right there. Thank you. I want to ask you because, like I said, people gravitate towards that light. Um, does it ever get tiring for you? Like, do you ever feel like your electricity bill has like run up in order to provide that light for other people? You know, here's the, oh my gosh. So on, on my social media, on my Instagram, I, I talk about this often. I don't shine light. I don't talk about this part for uh, often. So this is the first time I'll talk about this. So I'm excited, but I'll talk about the second part. The first part I don't normally talk about is I don't shine light for other people. To be honest, I mean, I shine light because it is who I am called to be. It is what keeps my life going. It is my lifeline. It is my way to my dreams and my goals. It is my peace state, right? And so I think if you're shining light for other people, it does get tiring. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're shining light because you were called to be light because you are light, I always talk about like, I'm not turning the lights on for you. God made me light. And because I am light, it is just what I'm supposed to do. Um, my best friend, Patricia, I love her to pieces. She always has a good line. She said, um, her, my nephew, her son said, um, mom, are you going to give me a reward? Cause he got an A on his, his test. She was like, do fish get rewarded for swimming? <laughs> and so I think of that like if you if your if your job is to swim, it's what you do, right? If you if you if you are if you are light, you are just called to be light. So um, I don't get tired of being light in the world. I must admit, the world can get heavy. Hmm. And my light can flicker. My light never turns out, but it can flicker. And it's not because I'm being light in the world for others and it's a burden for me. It's like um, I I created a big collection and 90% of it came in damaged. Hmm. It's um, you go to the doctor and you get a medical report. My light flickered. what the world is bringing me that can flicker my light but because I am light I have defined of who I am so as I always am able to um we'll get into how I created the jewelry but I love symbols and my whole jewelry line Valencia means bravery and courage I found that out finding my way into Spain uh randomly be random in life it'll 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 serve you well (laughs) um I took a trip and I wound up in Spain and I was hanging out with um the locals and they asked me my name and my grandmother when she was serious she would always say my whole name Leah Valencia Key and that's when I knew like you better listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I I introduce myself with someone I say Leah Valencia Key so the locals in um Spain was like oh my god and our like slang dialect we use Valencia as the definition of courage and bravery. And 
that was just powerful wow. to me um, that I was blessed with this name that had a meaning and then key, as we know, is to unlock. And so when I create Valencia Key, it, it's these symbolic pieces to consistently unlock your light, consistently unlock your bravery. Um, because we always have the keys within inside of us to keep turning on our light, mm. to keep turning on our bravery. And it goes to your question, when the light flickers, when life lifes, I always say life be life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't escape it. I don't care how much money you have. I'm going to take my money you don't have. Everybody has experiences that aren't favorable in life. It's just the journey. It, and if we look at the journey in a beautiful way, it's a learning journey. And then it's a journey of how do we use that challenge and how I recharge my life. Um, from it flickering, I'm always saying, first of all, I have the keys with inside of me. So I love looking at my jewelry as that reminder, is if I can come from homelessness and poverty and people can wear, physically wear my pieces, then anything is possible. And so if anything is possible, then the keys lie within me. And when the light is flickering, when life brings me these hurdles and challenges, it's, it's in me. It's only my job to find the key that's already within me to unlock that next form of light, to jump over that hurdle, go around the hurdle, slide past it, ignore it, let it go, release it, attack it, whatever (laughs) it is. I got the keys inside of me. I just got to turn the light on for it. And that's how I keep becoming the um, light in the world. Amen. Unlocking that light. I love that because I think a lot of people... Well, when we think about um, just finding joy, they're thinking that it's something that they have to go out and find, and it's something that is external. When in reality, it's all internal. Like you can find that for yourself. Maybe it's doing gratitude. Maybe it's through movement. Maybe it's through you know just making sure that you are speaking those positive words to yourself. Um, and you can always find that light within. So that was just that. I swear, every single question, it's going to be a mic drop, and you everybody should be getting nuggets from this. And I feel like I'm being blessed through this as well, just learning things for myself. So thank you so much for that. (laughs) And you also then when you do it, when when you are like just because God says you are, ah, then naturally you start to bless others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? It's 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 a byproduct. Yeah. When you are shining, osmosis happens. Imagine a room. I say it's scientific. When you walk into a dark room, and because you need to see, you turn the lights on for you. Boom. The lights come on, and then everything around you shines. Wow. So through osmosis, you become a blessing. Wow. That's so powerful. Actually, what happened um, this past weekend, I was at work and I just welcomed this girl and I work out at work at a gym and she looked at me and I smiled her. I was like, welcome in. And she was like, are you a believer? And I was like, at first I thought she said believer, like Justin Bieber. And so I was confused. I was like, what? And she's like, are you a believer? And I was like, like in Jesus Christ. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, yes, I am. And she's like, I can see it through you. And so that was just so amazing to hear because God calls us to be light, like you said. And so just like hearing that, knowing that whatever I'm doing, the way that I'm walking, the way that I'm holding myself and being that light for myself, like you said, is a blessing for other people and they will see that um, through you. So keep being a light out there. Keep trying to turn the lights on for yourself because it is helping other people. 
Um, so during this time of year, I know that there are many people who are either like experiencing seasonal depression or financial constraints with the holiday season, extra amount of stress from work with the fourth quarter, uh, maybe extreme loneliness or maybe sickness of a family member or even sickness for themselves or just like all these different types of hardships. And you've already kind of talked about your own hardship um, just growing up. Um, what advice would you give them in terms of, again, looking for the joy and light during that hardship when we are like, it's like extreme darkness? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, would, I would pray that you seek a, a higher power um, because you're not alone. And I think a lot of darkness comes when we feel alone, when we feel no one understands us, um, when we feel uh, that something has happened to us that we can't even explain and we're, we're trying to rationalize it and there's really no rationale. Um, but I feel if you know that there's a higher power above you, you're able to give it up and give it over and um, pray for peace and pray for direction because uh, some things, and it's going to sound easy and light, and I'm not taking it easy and light. Um, I lost my mother. I lost my grandmother. I lost my father. Um, So I've had hardship upon hardship beyond being poverty. I'm, I'm still a very small business, and some months I look at the website and think it's broke because ain't no water <laughs> coming in. And that's, that's depressing. <laughs> um, so, so I know hardship very well. She's my she's my homie. I don't hang with her often, but she likes me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I choose to remove myself from her presence, but she likes to keep coming around. <laughs> um, so what I do with the, those things is for... For loss, because I have lost many, many dear. I think a loss of a mother is like no other, right? Um, and the way the way I have mentally conceptualized loss is one: there, I cannot get an explanation of why, and actually, I'm not going to ask God why because there was a reason. But what I can do is um, be grateful for the time that I've had with those loved ones. And what I do is I take all of their uh, beauty and their knowledge that I gained over the years and I highlight that within me so they are consistently living in me. And so no longer am I separated for what what was. Hmm. Physical body is gone, but everything that they are lives within me. And so I find great, great joy in having that time. And um, and so also sometimes stop asking for the why and say the what. Like, what can I do with the challenge that I'm in? Um, if it is, if it is a financial constraint, um, first time everybody don't need to give. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody deserves a gift. You are the gift. And I'm going to tell you, if your if your energy is not the gift, you know how you can bec- you know how you can get gifts fixed who you are. Mm. 
Hmm. Because if you feel, if financially you can, if you feel depressed because you can't, all these things that you can't give that you want to give and you start feeling depressed about the situation that you're in. Well, I always talk about millimeter movements. And so if that is a situation that you want to get better, maybe life just gave you a big bomb that you can't control. And so we're just going to pray ourselves through that. But then what millimeter movement can you do to control it? I talk about a millimeter movement and it's like, if you look at a ruler, um, the ruler, a millimeter is the smallest measurement on a ruler. And I learned that through creating jewelry. So I hand sketched um, this rooted collection and I created rooted collection because it's this same concept that we're talking about. I was in a storm of darkness, but in the storm, I still felt peace and joy. And it was so weird to me because I'm like, I feel it. I feel the trauma and things that's happening, but my true soul is at peace. And I was understand how so I could share that to others and I realized like oh because uh I just define who I am through these words that are emotions and ways of being and so I define that I am love I define that I am peace I define that I am joy even when I'm not even when the situation says I'm not I define that I get back up when something Mm -hmm. knocks me down I define that I'm going to believe and believe is an action word. Hopefully we have time for that. And so I define these words and I keep adding these words and I may not be acting them and my life may not be indicative of them. But when I define them, then I start to ask myself, what do they look like? And then so peace releases all things that it can't control. And then peace starts to attack and address things that, that it can and it starts to eliminate it's a problem solver love is kindness in the world love it addresses love is not a pushover mm-hmm. <laughs> but love addresses things in the most kind and gentle way um love is welcoming and opening to all things and so when i start to see like oh what are the actions of these then i root into them so that's why i drew that roots And so I root into the actions of what they look like. And so now I start to know what I look like Mm. in all things. So when, when the depression comes, then depression is taking my peace. So then I say, okay, I'm rooted in peace. So then how do I address what, what is, what am I depressed about? And I start to micro millimeter back to what is causing the depression and I really start to scope, scope in on what that thing is. And I start to say, okay, God, what do I have control of? Yeah. I start to see it. Then I start to find millimeter solutions to address the control of that. And then I say, God, what don't I have control of? So then I release that to you and I ask you to fill my mind with peace in the lack of control. And so those are the things that I do. It's a mind game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> consistently have to play with and I love I keep saying jewelry because that's what I created I love my jewelry because it helps me trigger back into the mindsets that I called myself to be and maybe it's not jewelry for you maybe it's turning on a podcast like this 
that helps bring your mind back to who you are or revitalize your energy of where you need to be. We all need something because our brain can go so many places and you just need to control it back yeah. into the direction in which you want it to go. But you've got to root in that always of who you want to be in the world. I love that. Would you say looking at your jewelry is probably like the quickest way for you to find like joy again? It is. It's the quickest way. It's my gratitude and reminder of what I want to think and be and what is possible. Mm -hmm. Because when things get really rough, things start to seem impossible. And that's when you start going down a slippery slope that you can't come out of. When things start being impossible, you start to get comfortable. You start to set in it and you just start to let things happen to you. And the time you look up, water is so over your head, it's hard to swim to the top. Yeah. So when I'm able to look at my jewelry, when life, when the water starts to fill up and I start to feel like I'm drowning, my jewelry allows me to say, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's possible. If you're able to create just on the the physical form of this. And that's yeah. why I love when people wear it. And I love sharing my story because it's it's different than other jewelry things. Like if you're physically able to wear this, this has come from someone that the world said you shouldn't even know about. Mm. This is coming from, from someone that the world said I should be on drugs in a very bad situation, maybe not even on the map of recognition because of my environment, because the world would have written me off from where I'm from. Mm. But if you're able to wear this, it's possible. And if it's possible for me, we're all human. So then it is possible for you. Now you've got the key, and that's why I put the key inside, to choose to unlock it. And you've got to find it. You've got to want it enough. And so we move in the word of belief. Believing is a beautiful word that we hear so often. But my aunt, when she was, when I was younger, I used to tell her I loved her. I love you, Aunt Nancy. I love you, Aunt Nancy. And she would be like, she was loving, but she ain't playing no games. She would say, <laughs> oh, that's nice, but love is an action word. And so if you love me, show me through physical actions. Hmm. Be, be love. Don't say love. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I start to understand the definition of these action words. And so then I start to look at the belief words and believe. I'm like, oh, belief is not a thought. A thought is a thought. Believing is an action word. When you believe something truly, then you take at least one millimeter movement action towards it. Hmm. And that's how you do a litmus test. A litmus test is like a test to prove. That's how you prove if you really believe something. If you have a thought, And then you say, oh, I believe it. And then do another thought, then what action have I done towards it? And if you haven't done an action, it's just a thought. And that's okay. Start saying that thought out. Whatever you need to happen in your life. I believe speaking out what you need in the world, manifesting it, not for someone to do something for you, but you're speaking it out in the world. You're putting seeds out. Like my mother spoke my predicament wasn't determining my that she spoke those words there was no proof of that she just spoke the seeds Hmm. and so I believe in speaking seeds of what you dream in the world and then you speak them enough that they start to root into your life 
And then when they start to root into your life, you start to believe them enough, you do an action to allow them to start growing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was getting emotional there for a second. And then I'm like, oh, I feel powerful. Like, I can do anything. Oh, that was just so good. And I mean, we're just going to just transition into the jewelry anyway, because I'm obsessed with it. I've got my worthy bracelet on here. I've got my it's like it's possible earrings on. Um, and I've gotten so many compliments on my earrings. I'm like, read it, read it, read it. It says it's possible on there. Um, because it is, it truly is. And whenever I'm feeling doubtful or, or whatever I'm like working on, working towards, and I'm like, am I really the one to do this? Like, do I actually believe in my abilities? Like you saying that that's an action word instead of just like it in my mind right now, it might just be a thought. But when I think about the earrings, if I think about the bracelet that I'm wearing and saying like, oh no, I am worthy of this. I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of just being who I was called to be and showing up for other people. Um, well showing up for myself, but then also just blessing other people by doing that. I'm worthy of that. And it is possible for me when I'm able to have those reminders physically, if I'm able to tell people about the jewelry itself too, um, it also blesses them in their life. And it's just, it's so awesome. I love it. It's really good quality too. Uh, I like, I, I don't wear jewelry often and that's like, I really genuinely just have my studs in my ears. Um, I'll wear hoops for like special occasions. I don't really wear necklaces. Don't really wear bracelets. But these right here have a meaning. And it's something that I want to make sure that I'm reminding myself of because uh, I just feel like there's been a pull this year for me um, to really, truly understand my identity and worthiness. And just having that reminder is just like, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Like you're rooted in me in God and like, just keep following him. Like you are worthy. I've called you, you are chosen. You were created on purpose for a purpose. You are worthy. And it's something that I want to make sure that I'm continually reminding myself of. And so I was like, yeah, I'm getting this bracelet. Like I need this in my life. (laughs) That makes me so happy. I'm it's it's actually my prayer. Like it, it's my prayer that the jewelry I make pretty because I want you to smile <laughs> when you wear it. But it's really the mental intention that I need for it to seep in every time you wear it because I, I need it. So I know so many of us need it. Um, the Worthy Book, Jamie Kern Lima is coming out with her Worthy Book pre-order it i'm so, so excited excited. same like when you can wear it then you can read it and then you can hear it like the power to keep the power to accomplish every whisper that god gave you mm. is to keep surrounding yourself with it yeah chase it go after it you can fall you can take a break it can become overwhelming. All of those things are facts. It's all true for me. It's overwhelming. It's challenging. I, I, I quit every day. And then <laughs> I get back up and I say, but this calling is bigger than me. I'm not, this isn't jewelry. Take away the jewelry. I'm, yeah. it's, it's the pretty concept that I, that's, that's encapsulated, but it's the message and it's the intention and that I'm called for that. And so for that, I'm going to do one more millimeter to do it because I was called to it and I I feel that we need to surround ourselves with people, things, words, auditory, physical wearing, all of that 
is powerful armor yeah. for you to go get what God called you to get. Yeah. Because the world is heavy and it will drown you if you allow it. But if you are armored and ready for the war, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can win. <laughs> oh my goodness. That that's so true too, because just your environment is more than just the people you hang around. It's more than just your job. It's what you're listening to. It is what you're wearing. Um, it's what you're consuming, social media. It's, it's everything around uh, surrounding you. Um, and it is so powerful to take inventory of where you are now, what is around you, what you're consuming and, and allowing to be in your life, and, as well as what you're outputting from that. And is that the outcome that you want to have in your life? If it's not, you got to make some changes. You got to believe in a better state for yourself. You've got to either remove some people, add some new people in. You've got to get out of certain situations or put yourself into new situations. Um, and so it is very important for us to all just continue to take inventory day by day of what we're listening to, who we're surrounded by and what we're doing with our lives. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've kind of already talked about this here, but, and you basically just said it doesn't even have to be jewelry. It's really literally just the message, but how did you know this is kind of something that you wanted to, that you wanted to do? Um, and how'd you get started? Because I believe there's a lot of listeners out there that have those dreams, visions, and goals set on their heart, um, of what they want to accomplish, but they're either like too scared to start. They're nervous about what other people think. They're unsure if they are the ones that are able to do it. And 20 million other different limiting beliefs that we have that we're working through um so how did you like know this was it and like just to start in a way and how did you start well it's so good like because your journey I say random because my journey is random I say yes to God and I just go ahead and let it (laughs) let it manifest out from what it's supposed to be I was the first and only person um after I was gifted that power of choice um the first and only person to get my master's degree, get my undergrad degree, get my master's degree in my family and in my environment. And um, I, I started choosing my inner self. And so I had this master's degree and I needed to get that. I needed to prove that this little this little brown girl from poverty um, can achieve what the world says she probably couldn't. And so, but it wasn't, my calling it was my need to prove like not prove for others but to say it can be done mm-hmm. um and and in that I learned how to navigate through systems I don't know if I ne- necessarily learned technical stuff but I learned that the world has systems and when you have a goal how do you get through the system to get to what you need to get to so that that was powerful for me I think that was the first um systems learning for me that I was able to understand in the real world. But then uh, I always still hold true. My mother passed shortly. Uh, She had a very short life, I think, in her her mid-40s. But before she passed, um, she got to see me shine and start shining. And I remember one of the last conversations we had, she said, oh, Leah, I see you shining. I see you choosing your light. I see you listening to your inner whisper and leading, leading your life, and it's so beautiful. And mm. she gave me these little, little small earrings, and she said, "There, are, the life is hard, and and there are going to be times that you are going to think you you can't find your life." And I'd encourage you to wear your earrings 
every day when you put them on, when you look at them in the mirror, when you touch them, just allow them to be symbolic to you that the light is always within you. All you have to do is choose it. Hmm. And she gifted me with that mental concept. That's where it comes from. Um, and I just start hand sketching jewelry as therapy just for me. Not, I didn't know a business. I'm, you know, I'm not from any family who knew that someone could create a business, right? To know it is to see it. And we, I wasn't even taught that, but Mm -hmm. I was sketching. Here's my little sketchbook. Like everything is sketched. Oh, there's your earrings. I think Yeah, the version of your earrings that you were. So I was sketching therapeutic just for me. And, and when I got this master's degree, I was like, yes, that was my calling, the master's degree, to say it's possible to do that. But but my calling wasn't to be in that field, and I could tell it. So I went back in myself, and I was like, so what turns the light on for me? Where, where, do, I, where do I shine the most? And it was in creativity. And I was like, okay, I agree, self. Uh, creativity is the jam. But where the coin with creativity because <laughs> you don't want to be poverty again, hungry or homeless. That's the fight that I'm running away from every moment of my life. Okay. Like that's what I don't want to be. And I'm like, huh, well, makeup and hair is creativity. You are using colors and you're cutting shapes and you're creating shapes on people. And I knew that industry was lucrative because everybody needs a little something. It's just going to happen. Salons are booming. Mm-hmm. So I just, I said yes to that self. And I went back to cosmetology school with a master's degree. And I shared this because in your life, you didn't reach a pinnacle not to change a direction. Right. Like just because you've accomplished something doesn't mean you can't go to a different way that may seem awkward or off or not in alignment. Um, it, it's meant for you. So I went back, got my cosmetology license, and um, I was my mother told me to always complete. So I went to the highest part and got my instructor's license. And I knew I didn't want to work in a salon because it wasn't about having consistent clients in that concept of cosmetology. It was about freely creating art and mm-hmm. being paid to do it. And uh, I was working in Mac Cosmetic uh, to to do my art and to make some income. And I met this beautiful lady. I believe her name is Linda Davis. It's many years ago. And uh, if you were a professional, it would pop up on the screen. And I always asked, I believe, please ask questions in the world because you'll get answers. It, and, and, and when you get answers, you'll see if they're aligned to what you're calling it. And so this beautiful heart said, oh, I work for QVC. I asked her what, what her profession was. And I never knew what QVC was. And I'm like, what? She said it was a 24-hour network that was on TV with products, 24 hours. I heard product. I didn't really hear that. I heard 24-hour camera. I'm like, what? They must <laughs> be doing hair and makeup 24 hours. That's where I want to be. So I targeted myself to get there. At that moment, I wasn't finished my cosmetology license. So she was so kind. Who are you on the journey is the question that I'd love for you to ask yourself. We're on this journey of life, being, achieving, having goals and dreams and all these different beautiful things. In that, who are you and how are you? Hmm. A lot of people are asking, how do I build my business? How do I the methodical 
strategic things. I'd love for you, while you ask that question, I'd love for you put on the same level of intention, how am I being in my journey? Who am I being in my journey? Because I promise you, if you don't get the strategic answer, you can curate your inside quicker and Mm. this will shatter glass ceilings quicker than you can ever imagine. So I had to define at an early age that I was going to be loved and I was going to be joy in the midst of all things. And so when people would meet me, I smile, I'm open, I'm kind, I'm welcoming. I see them for who they are and not for what they can give me or not for me trying to ring them up a cell. I see them as a person and that creates magic. And so this lady connected me with someone at QVC immediately because who I was and who I was didn't have a cosmetology license at the time. So I got the garage and I didn't get in. I finished my cosmetology license, but now I knew a target. So I feel like in life, target your dreams real clear. Have a dream target and then do all the things necessary that are outside of that to pay your bills and all the things as you work towards your target, right? And um, it took me five years to get into QVC. Once I got my cosmetology license, I applied so many times I got denied, but I knew I knew I was meant to be there. I even went up into the QVC. I share this story because I know people have experienced this. I've got, gotten so many no's from applying online. I was like, oh, they need to see my light. <laughs> That's what's missing. So before all the security happened at QVC, you could go to the front. So I was like, I drove up and I had my little CD, date myself, and I asked the, the security guard, can I give this to the salon um, manager? And he said, do you have a name? And I said, no, but I know there's a salon here. And he said, man, you have to leave. You don't belong on this premises. And I immediately was crying in my human tears physically because mm-hmm. I was brokenhearted, but my divine inner self, and I, I believe it was God, whispered, you are going to walk through those doors one day, and you're going to walk past this very same man. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And um, I used my theory. If anyone smiled at me twice, I would share my dreams, which I still do. So um, I was bartending to survive, and this gentleman was at the bar. It was it was only him. It was empty. He smiled twice. Now he smiled twice, probably because he wanted me to pour him a rum and coke. But it was within my barometer. So I told him I wanted to work for QVC. And he said, what? His name is Fred. He said, my friend Stephanie Humphrey, I never met her. Who are you in your journey? He said, my friend Stephanie Humphrey works there. I'll see. I'll see what's possible. Give me your information. The next day, this beautiful heart, who we actually are now dear friends, almost like sisters, kismet, divine, um, messaged me. She had never met me. My light had shined so much to this gentleman named Fred. He shined my light to her and said, the energy that this uh, young lady had was so beautiful. Whatever you can do, could you help her? Hmm. I met her once. Who are you? Yeah, it's so powerful. So Stephanie Humphrey shared that she said, uh, "My friend said you were so much good energy. Here's the manager's name, contact number, email address, and I'm gonna do you one better. Use my name as a reference." She never met me. Wow. 
Five years. In the five years of nose, I was sweeping floors for a salon with a master's degree. Sometimes you humble yourself to learn. You you don't you you're not places just to be places. Your place is to learn. So I knew I was sweeping the salon floor because there are master stylists there. And the salon was geared around teaching. And so I would sweep floors and pull lint from the dryer with a master's degree because all around me was everything that I wanted to learn and become. And so for five years, I was becoming that in my nose. And then I do what Stephanie Humphrey tells me and I get an interview. I use her name. And that five-year no had prepped me for the, for the interview. So I was ready to do all hair textures. And I tell that long story because that walked me into the doors of QVC. And I feel like there was many other human hearts and lights that were turned on my life. But that light exposed me to, wow, people making dreams happen for other people, the QVC hosts, and entrepreneurs that had these dreams and they took these dreams and made them tangible and they were doing all that they could to make these dreams possible. And I was styling them and I was having this opportunity to be around them. And so that's why I say exposure is the great equalizer. Expose yourself. And I share that maybe you volunteer places that you want to be free is the power because you can mess up when you're free, but get yourself in these places. And so now these two beautiful hearts. There are many beautiful hearts that bless me. Grace Marsh, my best friend Patricia, Susan Slaughter, her mother. So many hearts. But I named two because in business, they blessed me in such a way because they took me under their wing. Jamie Kern Lima, I just told you her new book, Worthy, is coming out. She's co-founder of It Cosmetics and her book, New York Times, Believe It. And then Vicky Sai, founder of Tatcha Skincare, huge skincare, beautiful brand, they saw my light. I don't think they saw my talent. I think they saw my light. Mm. <laughs> and they said, come along with me around the world. Come along with me. And they sat me in rooms, a stylist, a hair and makeup artist. They sat me in business rooms and business meetings and opened doors and allowed me just to be in the presence of business that I had never knew that there was a door to be in. And they showed me if you have an intention external of something tangible, um, a message, a mission. And then if you take that mission and message and you pour it into something tangible, when the receiver gets it, it becomes life-changing to them. And I saw that time and time again. And every time I styled people, the last thing that they would say before they went off to do something really big, when their hair and makeup was done, their outfit was done, the last thing that was a seal of like armor and endurment was like, what bracelet do I wear? What necklace do I put on? What earrings? They were sealing in this courage and this mm. light confidence. And I realized my whole life had become this um, manifestation of being light through all things and showing that it's possible. And I had been hand sketching these jewelry pieces therapeutically for me because my mother told me to use them to be the unlocking for me. And then that's when I knew that it was my calling um, to pour possibility, courage, light into these wearable pieces uh, to bring to the world, to show them that it's possible and to be this symbolic armor when you go out into life. And that's how it started Valencia Key, their exposure. That is amazing. 
That is amazing. Just being able to continue on your journey, no matter where your journey took you, um, and being able to, like you touched on it earlier, just saying like you may have setbacks, you may have um, a different route, and just being able to change, um, not feeling stuck. Again, your predicament does not determine your destiny. That is seen throughout your entire journey. Um, And really, truly being who you were called to be, like who are you being in the journey, and Allowing that to then be able to speak for you without even speaking to someone, that is amazing. That is amazing. Um, Our time is basically up. I'm so sad. This has been so amazing. Um, I do love music, too, and I've created this playlist for our listeners called the Official Hype Girl Playlist um, with, like, Song of the Days. That generally hype me up and make me feel good. So I'm going to ask you, what is your go-to song that instantly hypes you up? Okay. When the world is challenging and it looks impossible, with the jewelry I turn on, no weapon formed against me shall prosper by Fred Hammond. Amen. That's so right there. Yes. Not like a hype beat, but God will do what he said he will do. Mm Mm-hmm. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So these things are happening and they feel like weapons because they are coming the arrows are coming towards you, but it was, it's my shift and reminder that yes, they're happening. And it's an acknowledgement. It's real. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> but the beautiful part is it gives you confidence that they won't prosper. Amen. Amen. I think a hype song, it doesn't even have to have a hype beat. Anything that will get you jumping, because that song right there with the message, oh, that that feeds my soul. That feeds my soul. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I want you to give us any lasting words that you have or advice that you have for us and let the people know where they can find and connect with you. And I'll put it all in the show notes as well. message that I'm going to share is the sharing of me because I'm a small business. Um, don't give up. Mm. If if it, if you were called to it, if it keeps coming back to you, I'm telling myself this as well. Um, keep going. Keep trying. Keep flexing. Keep moving. Do one little thing. Get back up. Fall down. With your bruises and your scrapes, put a Band-Aid over it and think, okay, how can I do that different? How can I learn from that? Maybe I keep failing at the same thing. I think me and my journey, I keep making kind of the same business mistakes. And I start to look at myself and be like, is it me? Is it something I meant? Stop, stop putting yourself down. It is, it is the, no one can destroy you but you. Hmm. We are destroying ourselves by putting ourselves down for the things that we haven't learned yet. You will learn it. I bet you you do it more enough times to keep making the same. One day you'll get the mistake. (laughs) Stop putting yourself down and keep trying. Keep getting back up and encourage your own mind. No one is going to be the biggest cheerleader but you. Cheerlead yourself to say, I'll get it. I'll learn. I'll try. And then every day I'll just keep moving towards my journey. And I promise it'll make our burden just a little bit lighter. 
and it'll make our um, our destiny just a little bit closer. Because every time we make one move, it moves us closer to the dreams that God has for us. Um, you can find me. I love if you go to my website. I love if you wear one piece of Balenciaga. Key. My dream is to be one of the top gifted brands in the world where you gift Balenciaga Key because I think that's the biggest honor to gift light. It's one thing to wear for yourself, but if you think it has such pure intention that you want to gift it to a loved one, it's an honor. Um, at ValenciaKey.com, put your email address in so we can stay connected. And then I love Instagram. Valencia Key Design, you'll see people wearing it, their message through it, what they've gained from Valencia Key, or following me at Leah Valencia Key. That's my personal site. And I feel like I'm um, Dora the Explorer. You'll see where I'm at. I like traveling a lot. What I'm doing is crazy. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you again so much for being here. And I hope you have a great day. <laughs> Before you turn off this podcast, thank you so much for listening. It would mean the absolute world to me if you would help me continue to spread this message and get this podcast out there to whoever needs to hear it. Send this to a friend, post this on your Instagram story, and better yet, leave a review on this podcast. Because when you review, it lets the algorithm know that people are listening and people need to hear what God has to say. I love you so much. I believe in you so hard. And girlfriend, I will talk to you next Wednesday. You got this.